podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Go. Hello and uh, welcome back to the Big Strong Leicester Boys podcast. Uh, hope you're all very, very well. I uh, hope you had a lovely uh, New Year's. So yeah, 2024. Hopefully a uh, prosperous and uh, good year for Leicester City. And uh, yeah, got off to a really good start, didn't it, on New Year's Day. Uh, a comfortable win. Um, who did we play again? Honestly, it's going to be this again where I'm forgetting um, what happened in the games. I do remember it was Huddersfield. Um, it was 4-1, a couple of goals for, for Tom Cannon and um, and yeah, um, a nice way to kick off the year. So uh, yeah, um, as always, thank you for supporting the podcast over the last year. Um, much more of the same. And um, yeah, let's go. We've got Jack, we've got Rick and we've got a return in Jordan. So we've got to come to, to Jordan first. Jordan, mate, you, you've taken um, a little bit of stick from the lads. Obviously not from me. You know, I'm number one fan. Um, the last couple of weeks for for some absences. Um, so I've got to ask, how are you, mate? And uh, yeah, uh, happy to have you back. Thanks, mate. And Happy New Year, everyone. Um, yeah, I don't feel like I've actually been away that long, but I think we played four games in that time. Yeah, and, and, uh, I, and I've forgotten three of them. <laughs> <laughs> and I, got, I, think, I, got... I think we played Plymouth quite recently, didn't we? Uh, yeah. Yeah, didn't we? Yeah, and and again, I'm not even being remotely kind of facetious or sarcastic. I was sat there the other day thinking, I can't. That was quite recent, but I can't remember what the game was or what the score was. Anyway, that was a, a theme of last week's podcast, so I do apologise. I'm not doing it on purpose. Um, just genuinely can't remember. But but yeah, Jordan, it's been it's been four games in the last yeah since you've been back on. I think as you yeah, say, four games in ten days, isn't it? So um, I mean, busy time of year working in football. So uh, been manic with with work and. Uh, my uni project is at the end of uh, February, so hopefully get that done. And I'm, I'm uh, a master of science, which is ridiculous. But um, I got stitched up by the the tweet. I can't tell you the amount of messages I had saying congrats on the radio Leicester gig, pal. <laughs> 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 Jordan, you, you know that you know that wasn't me either, despite blaming <laughs> me for it. Was it not? Uh, I did not do that. Rick, was that you? No. Wasn't me. Well, it, it, it definitely, it, Jack. That was you. <laughs> no, Jay. It was you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not. I've been thrown under a bus for this. I was asleep. <laughs> I mean, I mean, un- un- going under the radar. I've actually been on BBC Ray Leicester myself a couple of times recently. I've just not said anything in fear of Jack making another um, meme about it. But. <laughs> But um, Jordan, mate, genuinely, it, it, it's good. I haven't sent him that meme, actually. I, I kept that one away from Jordan. I'm, I'm going to send it to him now. I'll put, that was part is it the Christmas that party one? one? It, is, it is the Christmas party <laughs> <laughs> I, I told Owen about it. Yeah, and he, was, he, was, he was very amused by it. He genuinely was. I'll, I'll Can I also say, 
Yeah. Not only is Jordan back, but I can spot the little top knots back as well, which um, I think it is, unless it's a light bulb that I can see. No, it's there. Yeah, there we go. Well, that's, I mean, that's pleasing to see, isn't it? I mean, right. <laughs> it it's lovely. It's not long enough, mate, and it's at that horrible length that like Jake knows that you can't have it down, you can't have it up, so I just wear a hat all the time now. I think I'm about to chop mine off, by the way, George. I think when we when we meet for, for the Millwall game on Saturday, I may, I may be um, without the, the flowing locks. Um, what are you having done? I think I'm just going to go back to what it was, Rick. Yeah. yeah. Do number one, Jake. Just I think you should have a map of Dee Dee. Have some cornrows put well, in. The, well, I mean, the thing is, I, I have joked that I was a, only a few weeks away from being able to go. Remember, Vardy had the cornrows for a yeah, so yeah. I, I was going to go for that, but um, sadly, I just don't think I can. Um, well, I'm sure I could pull it off, but I don't think I've got the balls um, to actually do it. Um, but yeah, I think I'm going to chop. I off. reckon you you'd look good in anything, mate, even yeah, a wig. Saying that, <laughs> you're saying that, Jake. It won't surprise you, but I've had cornrows for Glastonbury. I knew one and, uh, of you would. I got. I got sunburn on the top of my head. One of you two. Didn't you enter some haircut competition, you two? Yeah, I did. We both got yeah, a lot of hair awards, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, used to model, I used to model farm wear clothing for um, a magazine when I was eight. <laughs> I, think, I think together with, with George L'Oreal Colour Awards, your farm wear and my knitting handbook, you know, we've got quite the... Um, the, the back catalogue of work, Jack. Have you done anything like? No, no, I haven't like, at all. Actually, like the Milky Bar kid. Everyone I speak to who's fair haired <laughs> tells a story about how they were nearly the Milky Milky Bar kid. And everyone I've met that's ginger came third, like yeah. to be Ron Weasley <laughs> and Harry Potter. Exactly, it's one of the two in it. Milky Bar kid. The amount of people. I'm sorry, I'm still reeling from Rick being like yeah, modelling farm. Yeah, yeah, but let can I just can I just add a bit? Can I add a bit of a caveat to that? I only did it because it was my dad's mate who... Uh, <laughs> so it was through my dad's mate, so I didn't get picked by some like, bloody Farmer's Weekly or anything that spotted me in a gilet when I was like cutting about Henkley. Um, no, sadly, it was through my dad's mate. So, And I think I only did it once, so, yeah. I mean, the, the obvious question is, is do, do pictures exist that we can share? Um, there might be some, but, you know, you can't take that one away from me. I remember we were at some big country house with a thatched roof. It was the first time I'd ever seen a thatched roof. <laughs> right, Always stay with me. Please do find a picture because I do. I'll see what I can do. I would generally love to to share that. And do you know what? Oh, and, and and Rick, as a kind of a um, just being in the in the being fair and honest, I'll actually put right now in the group because I found it the other week. The front cover of the men's knitting manual for beginner's guide and i've just put that in the group so you can see that which 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 which, which was sold out sold out by the way on amazon so you know if you're, amazing you're one of the many that owns men's knitting manual for beginners with yes. me on the front cover i mean if you buy it there's many more pictures like that of me posing in various things like a vintage you know what, car wearing annoys me about do you know what annoys me about that jay what's that you're wearing denim. You could be like you. You could be wearing like a woolen jumper or something on the front of a knitwear magazine. No, no, no. We'll put him in denim. But believe it or not, I had no control over what I wore. And, and frankly, I'm sure you can believe me when I say I really didn't want to do it any part of that day. Um, oh. But if you look, if you look on the front cover, it says obviously men's knitting manual for beginners guide, and then Nathan Taylor, aka Sockmatician. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it don't get any better than that, mate. You've said that, that, was, hopefully, that was peak of my modelling career. Well, it is, and ask you, say, a prosperous 2024. I mean, where do you go from there? You, you're nowhere. only going down. Yeah. <laughs> it, says, it says, guys knit the instruction manual. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think we've I'm going to order it. I'm okay. Well, New Year's resolutions oh, and all that. New hobby. Fancy I was, it. I was going to do like a secret Santa and buy a load of copies and give everyone a copy as a, as a joke, but it sold out. So, <laughs> really? Yeah. So someone else has had the same idea. Socmetician probably bought yeah. all, <laughs> all five copies have been sold. Yeah, exactly. Probably. <laughs> anyway, look, this is a ridiculous sidetrack on on the podcast. Isn't, which isn't is, it nice to have all four of us back? It is. It is. It is. Yeah. It, 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 it is. Jordan, I'm, I'm going to stay with you, mate, um, because as I said, we, we haven't had enough of your um, voice on this pod over the last uh, month or so. You are notoriously um, optimistic about everything um, Leicester City related. We'll always be fine. We'll always walk it. Um, and you did confidently predict before the Christmas period that we'd win all of them and we'd build up a little bit of a gap. I think I'm right in saying and. Um, you, you've been proven correct. It, it's been a very, very good Christmas period, not just for us, but, you know, Ipswich, I think, haven't now won in five. So it, it's been very good indeed. Yeah, I think I joked that we'd be promoted by New Year's Day. Um, what, are we 10 points clear? We might as well be. Um, I think I worked out yesterday. It's not going to happen, but by the time we go to Ellen Road, we like we could have 89 points, I think. It's right. Um, we would obviously have to win every game, but... Um, I didn't expect Ipswich to to fall away quite so dramatically. I thought mm. they I thought they would fall away, but not over the Christmas period. I mean, they shouldn't have got a point against us, really. That was the most. I, I can't remember us conceding a a more fluky or ridiculous goal, um, and I thought we probably deserved to just to, to hang on and, and get a clean sheet there. But yeah, four games. Um, bit surprised that um, we didn't make more changes across the games. To be honest, obviously mm. yesterday we we made three, but what more can you say um fantastic performances from the lads especially at home three against rotherham four yesterday i've said uh, for a while that we're gonna give someone a paste in i really think five and six is coming soon um when the sun comes back out when the pitch is nice not that they're not these days anyway but i think we're gonna get that and it, it seems to me i've felt like it for a while that we kind of get in front in games and it's almost like an energy and uh, energy conserving practice like keep the ball as much as possible especially over christmas when you've got so many games you know there's no need to to expend any more energy than you need to and and obviously a bit further back at wednesday we conceded late and at ipswich we conceded late and people start to whinge and panic but look that's going to happen across the course of the season even when you top the league so um can't complain there's absolutely nothing to moan about um the only thing that can derail us is, is the lads going off to afcon but Cannon's come in yesterday and looked like a proper striker. Um, I think Wilf's missing AFCON now, so whether we see him or not, you know, we might do. Uh, and Abdul's staying as well, so um, happy days. Uh, rest everyone at Millwall uh, and, and get to Cov. And that's that's actually a, a big game, Cov away, because like you said, Jake, it's getting a bit boring and <laughs> getting who we're playing and just getting it done, ticking them off. I think that's just my shite memory, to be honest. But I mean, it, it is um, quite funny, isn't it, at the moment? You know, that particularly at home, the, the opening forty-five minutes, you know, they, they seem to take the the, the same um, kind of course, don't they? It's a little bit tough going. You know, not a lot is happening, and, and all the goals are then coming in in the second half. And, and sometimes you think, oh, just you know, what's the point in even playing this first half? Let's just play that second forty-five minutes and, and be done with it. But you know, it's all part of the process, isn't it? That it, it is 
breaking them down. It is tiring them out, and, and that's why it is happening. And you know, other than, than Tom Cannon's goal right at the end of that first half, if we're brutally honest, not a lot happened. Um, you know, I'm not going to say it's a tough watch because you know it's just you, you've got to accept this is this is part of the process itself. And um, yeah, you know, the, the floodgates do open once that first one goes in, and we'll, we'll go go into kind of the, the performances and that result in a couple of moments. But Jordan, sounding very lovely on your brand new mic, um, Rick. Hello. I mean, are we now properly working with this this, this new microphone that we thought this we had is last week? Yeah, this is the closest thing to professionalism you get ever going to see. Marvellous. With me. Um, how are you feeling about it? I don't like the sound of my voice through it, but yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll deal with it. Um, I feel like I'm having to sort of take take the edge off it. I, I've got a, you know, half a swing nine-iron in my hand. Just can't shout like I usually do. But um, yeah, it, it's it, I'm all good. Uh, new Year, same me, same cretin. You've been arguing today on Twitter, and I, with LCFC. Are you doing dry January? Uh, no, absolutely not. No <laughs> points, is there? Not the for answer. me. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I, I know what I'm good at. I know what I'm bad at. Mm. Um, well, yeah, you just touched on it then. Um, you've, you've managed to get a response out of the official... Leicester City Twitter account today, which I don't think many people have, have managed before. Talk us through what's happened. Well, I mean, I'm a bit of a stickler for things. I get a lot wrong, and I may well be wrong on this, but when I see something that doesn't look right, I call it out, especially when it's to do with Leicester City. So they, they, there was a trivia question that was something along the lines of, Tom Cannon's the youngest player to score a brace for Leicester in the league since 2013. Who was it? Okay. So the answer they're saying is Anthony Knockhart. But Chris Wood also scored twice that game and he's about three weeks younger than Knockhart. So they're saying, no, it's not Chris Wood because Knockhart scored his second goal after Chris Wood scored his. But the thing is, if Chris Wood had scored his two already... He's younger than Knockhart, so <laughs> Knockhart isn't then the so uh, the, the the base of which they've chosen this question is from three quarters of the way through the a game against Huddersfield on New Year's Day in two thousand and thirteen. So that's the criteria that's hidden away that we don't know about. But yeah, I've had them about it. They won't concede. They're doubling down on it. <laughs> so you know, typical of. What's become a Leicester City? No, not really. But uh, yeah, so God knows what the right or wrong answer is. But theoretically, if they want to play that game, Knockhart is the right answer, but it was his brace in October, a few months earlier, where he yeah. was obviously younger. Yeah, but that wasn't in 2013, was it? Yeah, but the, the question wasn't... <laughs> it, the question wasn't 2013. Was in, it said in 2013. That was in 2012, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah but what they said was, who... <laughs> since uh, no, go and find since, it. Since read, 2013. Read it. Yeah, no, that's not how it starts. They've not worded it as in right since 2013. What they've done is it said Tom Cannon is the youngest goal scorer since so and so, which occurred in 2013. Not since 2013. Who is the youngest goal scorer? That it's completely different grammar in English. It's a completely different slant on the question. They're talking bollocks, and I ain't having it. 
<laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Making more friends to see. Um, <laughs> on the way to the start of the year. <laughs> I, I, I'd ask Jack and Jordan for, for a ruling, but I think you've, you've, you've decided. Um, well, you? and there's, there's, there's no change in your, your mind. I, I just wonder whether, does the stat start when Knockhart scores his second goal or when the full-time whistle goes? I'll be honest, it, it hurt my, my brain when, when Rick was talking through the, the question itself. So I, I've not even <laughs> do, tried to Do you know what I think's itself. happened, right? They've, they've asked the question yeah. <laughs> thinking they have the answer <laughs> and then it's been pointed out to them and they've gone, oh, fuck. Yeah. But fair play to whoever runs that page because they're doubling down on it and they've come up with a technicality that, to <laughs> me, I love that. Like it is, it, it's nonsense. But you know, they're they're they're, they're going to die on that hill. And fair play to them, but they're wrong. <laughs> right. So Jack, um, hello. Hi. How are you? you all right. Um, yes. No. Happy I'm, New Year, Jake. Yes. Happy New Year. Um, yeah, it's been a pretty decent um, Christmas period, hasn't it? You know, the, the games have come thick and fast. And as George said, I mean, I know we touched on it last week, um, the, the the lack of, of changes um, and, and and even the game against Huddersfield. Was like, oh, it was a changed team. I mean, not really. It was. It was. I know it kind of looked significant because of the the players that they swapped. You know, Cannon, Cassidy, and, and Eunice getting in rare starts. But but again, you know, it was it was pretty much the the, the, the same kind of group of players, which is. You know, maneuvered its way so brilliantly through this this Christmas period. I do feel like they are due a little bit of a of a break, and um, you know, I did think it was as well the the absolute right decision to to to, to bring you know KDH and and um, well, I know indeed he you know is is kind of a, a bit of an injury doubt now anyway. But yeah, no, I I, I liked the changes anyway. Um, yeah, and I, I thought that it was a, a, another brilliant performance. If I'm completely honest, I really did think it was. Yeah, I thought I thought second half it was very good. Um, it's interesting about the the lack of rotation because I think like you I thought they would change it a little bit more um I thought he might I was a bit nervous about the Cardiff game actually because I thought he might make five or six changes but um uh Jordan Blackwell wrote quite a good piece in the Mercury because I think he asked him about this but basically I think Jordan this is what you were getting at that the fact that we have the ball so much means that we don't work as hard as as the opposition um, and I, I went to the Ipswich game. I actually had a different view of the game. But what struck me was we, we don't actually work that hard on the ball. It's, it's almost like, you remember that Barclays advert about walking football? Yeah. When, when Vestergaard gets on the ball, it's, it's genuinely like work, walk, walking football. But what struck me in that game was to off the ball, we worked so hard. Like Winks and Didi, KDX, the amount of ground they covered in that game was was absolutely phenomenal. And And that might be why... Indeed, he's got injured and he took he took KDH out yesterday. But, you know, it's worked. And um, I'll, I'll probably have to eat you a little bit of humble pie because Jordan did say we were going to go and win five games straight. I can't remember after which game. I think it might have been the Sheffield Wednesday game. Um, and we only went and bloody did it, didn't we? So um, the draw, I, I think I think the, the point against Ipswich was a good point. Um, I would have taken that before. I think we, I mean, it's horrendously unlucky. Um, at that goal. Cardiff was, I didn't actually see the Cardiff game because I was away, but I've watched the highlights and spoken to a number of people and it seems very, very straightforward. And then yesterday, I thought, I thought the first 35 minutes were absolutely garbage, but then Cannon scores a goal out of nothing and it was it was actually quite a good game after that because Huddersfield had a go and makes me wonder why sides don't have a go a bit more, but then I guess 
they had to go a little bit more and we scored two or three, didn't we? So that's probably why. And, you know, getting out of the King Power with a 2-0 loss is probably a good result for them. doesn't damage their goal difference too much. So um, with that being being too arrogant about it. But um, it's, it's, it's been an exceptional Christmas period. And I think it was, you know, there, there were tough games in there. I think there's a couple of tough games coming up now. Um, Millwall in the Cup away, we'll, they'll they'll be up for that. Then you've got Coventry away, and then we've got Ipswich at home. So it's um, it's going to be tough, but it's one game a week now. I think for the next month, which which makes a big difference. And I think the players have that were, I think Enzo said they've all had two days off um, this week as well. So so I think that's good. But they they've been phenomenal. I I can't actually, you know, I, I think. I think it's just it's just been genuinely amazing how they've how they've navigated it because you know we've we've barely put a foot wrong. Um, I mean, if we if we'd held on at Ipswich, we would have had a hundred percent record. Just given the miles they did as well, I think that was the other thing. Wink said after the Ipswich game, like you go from what because I went, you know, Ipswich to Leicester is a good two and a half hours, and then you go the other way to Cardiff, and that's mm. three hours, and that's straight after Christmas. So, and a lot of the players live quite a long way away from the training ground. Um, which means they probably didn't get to see their families a lot. And, um, you know, who Ipswich were at home twice, weren't they? Leeds had a game at home. I think Southampton were at home quite a lot as well. So, you know, compared to everyone else, we had not necessarily tougher games. Well, maybe we did have tougher games and a lot of miles to cover. I genuinely think it's 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 sensational what they're doing. Um, and it's... I mean, I'm enjoying watching us as much as anything over over the last few years really um which is which is just brilliant yeah no um let's go through um jack and we'll we'll stick with you on um then some of the the, the performances and, and let, let's stay positive for now because i'm sure there'll be a couple of other key points as as well which you can you know not necessarily talk about negatives but but other areas um i think the obvious place to, to start really is is tom cannon isn't it you know you know he's been he's been kind of waiting in the wings for for an opportunity we were surprised it hadn't come before the the weekend i'd started to, to kind of really wonder just how much enzo really kind of you know rated him and and, and fancied him as a, as a player you know but but we'd all said that we we liked the look of the little snapshots we we'd seen of him and um, it was it was a big opportunity for him to to get a start, you know, particularly with you know Daka and Dianacho either you know being injured or or off to to Afcon. And um, I thought he did did really well. Um, both goals. And, and by the way, I, I'd love to see the replay. I've not seen it back. That the one he has ruled out. I I thought he was he was on. I mean, it's it's certainly tight. But anyway, the the two goals that he d- does score completely different, but brilliant. Um, in their in their unique ways, you know the 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 first one, the the snapshot. It's you know there's, there's such little backlift, which you always talk about with strikers, don't they? You know, you, it's so hard to predict where they're going. You know, he absolutely rifles it in um, out of nothing. The 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 second goal, that the you know playing on the shoulder, pushing the, the centre half off the ball, and the composure to stick it through the goalkeeper's legs. And um, yeah, I, I just thought a really important ninety minutes for him, and so pleased he he, he took his chance. I think I think I think. He's got the tools to be a really, really good striker. Yeah, I'd agree with you. And uh, um, you wonder why he hasn't played before, actually. And if mm. uh, I don't want to be negative about it, I mean, you're going to give Enzo some criticism. You wonder if he's picked the right strikers this season based on what we've seen recently. But um, it looks like he's got a lot about him. I mean, the first goal is just 
a hell of a strike. Like it's one of those that doesn't it sort of hits on the half volley. Um, and it's you know it's hit the back of the net before the keepers keepers moved, which um, it's just just a brilliant goal. But I actually thought a lot of the other elements of his game. He came short, linked the play quite well. I mean, he he can see naturally wants to run in behind. When he first came into the team, that was all he was doing. Whereas he seems to have adapted a little bit now. And and the second goal, I just think it's, it's brilliant bit of strength, very calm finish. Not sure we have another striker who's got the ability to do that. Really, I think I don't want to be too critical of the others, but it's just it's a goal that you know we've not we've not seen sort of a, one of our strikers muscle muscle his way through to goal, which um, which was really good. Um, and um, and the other thing as well is you know to quote Brendan Rodgers, he seems to have a you know a lovely bit of you know that that right side <laughs> of arrogance about yes. him. Because he's very confident in his interviews. I remember he got interviewed on Radio Leicester and he said, well, like, what do you bring to the team? He said goals, um, which is a bit like Michael Owen-esque because I think he, he always used to talk about that. I don't know whether he's thrown any apples in bins and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, he seemed, seemed a very confident player and, and backs himself. But yeah, he, look, he, he looks like, like you say, he's got all the, all the tools definitely to be a really good striker at, at this level at, at the very least, um, you know, seeing seeing how he operated yesterday like makes you think you know we've talked about needing another striker if we go up if he you know if if he's going to play like that and develop like that maybe we maybe we don't i'm probably getting carried away um but it it was a really exciting performance and it wasn't his debut but there's there's lots to look forward to with him i think yeah so um Jordan, the, the the striking situation. Then, so we we've got this for, and I know we've 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 spoken about this in the in the group chat. But um, it, you know, Jack talks about the the fact that that maybe he was a little bit late end in, in making them changes and in changing who his preferred two were. Obviously, you know, it was it was Vardy and Ian Acho, wasn't it? Sharing and you know they were genuinely rotating for the the first what probably twenty games of the season, and and now it's 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 Dakar and and Cannon, and you know we we we've all said that, that appears to have kind of given us a, a new lease of life because it it felt a little bit stale between the two. Um, in particular, you know, Cal not really pulling his weight, to be honest. You know, his, his performance is quite disappointing. And uh, we do now find ourselves in a situation where where, where Cannon and, and Dakar do look like the obvious two, you know, and I think we can all be in agreement that they should be um, kind of going forward with, with Vardy playing more of a, a cheerleader role, you know, with, with the greatest of respects for it. Um, but I, I think it's good management because, you know, I think if, if you if you come into the club in, in the situation what it, in, in what it was, you know, it looked like Dakar was going to leave. And obviously, Cannon was was very much untried and you know, inexperienced in comparison, and came in late. That that Vardy and Ianacho were the obvious two to to kind of try and, and and rotate. And you know, he obviously gave them a, a certain period of time, and 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 now he's changed it. And I think obviously he's he's now seen that that that, that these two probably are the the best two going forward. And yeah, I, I don't think it's um, him being indecisive. I don't think it's him being. Um, I don't know. I just, I actually think, you know, because some people maybe have criticised for not doing it a little bit earlier. I think it's really, really good management that he's he's spotted that and he's he's brought Dakar back into the fold, and and then also so in terms of Cannon, he's waited until maybe he was fully fit to to give him a proper game in in maybe a game which suited him, which was the Huddersfield one. And I don't know. We just, I, I know it's easy to say when you, when you win five in a row and you're you're ten points clear, but I feel like he's managed the situation really, really well. 
Yeah, I think so. And you've also got to factor in that he only plays one up front and he said he's only going to play one up front and that's his, his system. But when he came into the club, like you say, you are going to pick probably Ian Acho. Um, no disrespect to Vardy because we, we know what he's done. But as, as a starter in a 46-game season, probably not, you know, not, not doesn't suit him. Um, and you and you again, you're going to rotate those two because they're, if you like, the two senior strikers. And I think, to be honest, I'd like to think that Enzo knew all along what he was going to do. Um, I know we spoke about before the Cannon signing and whether it was maybe a panic buy. He thought he, he might need a, a fourth striker and whether or not he wanted him. Um, but remember, he had that that very odd back injury that he, he picked up when he'd even passed the medical and still somehow passed that with a broken bone in his back or whatever it was. Um, and yeah, that took him a while to recover. And then obviously with Daka, I think Daka gave an interview. Full credit to Daka because a lot of strikers, you know, he was linked with Bournemouth on deadline day. Um, I, I quite like Daka. I've got to be honest. He's a good finisher and he's quick. And one thing defenders can't stand is pace. Um, and that's what you don't have with Iheanacho and, and particularly maybe Vardy these days as well has lost a yard of pace. So um, I, I always think Daka gets a bit of unfair treatment, to be honest, from our fans, because when he gets a chance more often, he does put it away. Uh, and to Jack's point he's made before, when when Daka, I think we look better with Daka. And, and I think part of the reason for that is like Jack says, the work rate off the ball is so much better. Vardy and Kel just can't press like he can from the front. And then Cannon... He really reminds me of Charlie Austin, um, just his body shape and the way he looks and the way he moves. He just reminds me of Charlie Austin. Um, it was a decent finisher. But yesterday, he took his goal so well. You know, it's his first start of the season. Like you say, the first one, snapshot. He hits it so cleanly, it's in. Mm. The offside goal, very similar. So clean, too quick for the keeper. I don't know how he didn't realise it was offside. He ran over to us. Yeah, I know. And... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, was, oh, he was on his own as well, wasn't he? He was like, you know, yeah. that's, that's your indication. No one's gone with you, mate. At the time, I thought it was definitely offside, but it, when I've watched it back, it looks a lot tighter. And also, it takes a deflection on the way through. I mean, as I said I've generally not watched the, mm. the replay, but it's, I'm, I'm I'm not far from being sat kind of in in line with it. Mm. And at the time, I mean, I saw the the, the ref at the line um, flag straight away. But yeah, no, I, I would like to see it again from a different angle. But but yeah, and yeah, and like, and like Jack says, that second goal, you know, he, he bullies the defender off it. And maintained his composure. I was thinking he's going to go around the keeper and he just pops it through his legs. And um, in those three chances, I can't remember him having many more, but he's put he's put them all away. So he Cannon to me looks like he, you know, when he came on before, he looked like he had a bit about him, a few like nice little round the corner passes and things like that. And it's the one position on the pitch that I always say you've got to be playing there every week um, to get a real run in the side and get your confidence up. So full credit to the manager. It, it looks to me like Kel's time is is finally over. Um, been a been a very, I'd say, average signing Look, over, overall. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm looking through our our list of um, sound effects here for something suitable, <laughs> like some kind of. Hallelujah. Speaking of sound effects, while you do that, Jake, when you mentioned Charlie Austin, do you? Because uh, I, I love a I love a little YouTube clip. Can you remember when he yeah. started booting off about yeah. the uh, yeah. about yeah. the referees? Yeah, is it Southampton? Give all the help they need. <laughs> Clearly, they need it. <laughs> Best league in the world. Well, I've not got anything suitable. Sorry, but yeah, anyway. I think you know, I think Ianacho will be moved on even in January or at the end of the year. Obviously, Vardy, you know, last year of his contract, whether or not he stays in any capacity or he he's still a player next season for us. Hopefully, Dakar and and Cannon stay for me, and and they can learn off 
one of the best in the business. And I still think we need another striker if we get promoted. But full credit to Enzo. Um, on, Enzo. Oh. Sorry, mate. <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> I was playing with the clips. I'm playing with the clips in I, and then I've absolutely accidentally um, clicked that one. That was um, who are you, wasn't it? No, that was Leicester yeah, Fiesta. Leicester yeah, yeah. We've never got that far into Leicester Fiesta. No. <laughs> it's just been on repeat for the last half an hour. I hadn't stopped it. But anyway, <laughs> luckily it was on mute until that, that very moment. Rick, I'm sorry, I've not been talking to you because I'm I'm, I'm conscious that you're on Who Are You duty today and um, you, you are finding your clue. So so that's the reason you hadn't you hadn't disappeared for, for any other reason. Um, is there no, anything you want to add to the, to, to the striker chat? I think Jordan is probably right. Again, I know we've chatted about this in the group that... Um, you know, he's obviously someone that's divided opinion, particularly amongst us four, for for a long, long time. But you know, even I'm willing to to accept that. You know, I think that the time for for Kellen has now gone, and um, you know, I'm I'm I've come to peace with, you know, even even leaving in in January, and you know, and, and senior man being no more, no more Christmas chopping. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm with you now. I think I think the time is for him to move on. Uh, I've been very disappointed with him this season. Mm, uh, he's not been horrendous, but he's certainly not stepped up to the plate and done more. And yeah, just really quickly, and, uh, you know, I, I'm not blaming him at all for this with the, with the Ipswich equaliser, but you know, we, we spoke about that pressing, and I don't think mm. again he came on was a liability, but you could just instantly tell the the level of energy that you know when Dak had been playing you know 75 minutes, and then when Ian actually came on, he's he's fresh, and he wasn't kind of closing down. And I'm just thinking, you know, you've only you know, you're only doing like 10 minutes. Can you just just press mm-hmm. for, for a bit? And you know, I said that the goal didn't come in, in any way from, from that. But yeah, that was just a, for me a moment when I thought, do you know what? Maybe we're, it's, it's time to, to, to look, look elsewhere. He was, he was absolutely horrendous against Ipswich. I don't know whether he was injured, but he was, he was appalling. Hmm. Yeah, it, it, I, I think this last month has been very telling up front for us. Uh, I think he last played, didn't he? Um, Against West Brom, West which Brom, yeah. he he was involved in the in the winner, fair play to him. But um, I, I was starting to get concerned about our lack of goals, uh, even though we were, you know, we weren't we weren't completely goal shy, but we weren't racking up three goals a game like I would expect a team that was at the top of the league and, and really strong. But since he's dropped out, Dak has come in, and then now Cannon. The difference is we're winning the ball higher up, which is being set about from a trio of pressers. Which is the striker and Dewsbury All and then Diddy. Uh, yesterday, obviously, those two were playing. Cannon was there. He can press. Diff- bit different to Dakar, but he's still willing to do it. Um, and I just think we're now in our groove of like that, that attacking play with Mabadidi. He, I mean, it's not got to be no coincidence with how he's done in December. I just feel like there's the little nuances that have happened since. Um, Ian Acho and Vardy have dropped out it's freed up a lot more in the attacking third for us um, so yeah I, I like you Jake was a little bit concerned did Enzo really fancy Cannon or was he a signing that was landed on him because it was you know a, an opportunity to get someone in who we've perhaps had on you know the scouting radar for a while and whether we're, he has been a bit slow to use Dakar and um, 
and Cannon not sure, but one thing that Enzo can't be criticised for, we can't he can't be criticised. Say he hasn't given Ian Acho a chance. He hasn't given Vardy enough football when they've been fit. They've had their opportunity and they've done well for us. We're top of the league and they've they've won us games, contributed. But I, I think we can demand more from our striker when you're the best team in the league. And both Dakar and Cannon look like they can do it. And Cannon looks his finishing looks explosive. He doesn't hesitate on anything, whether that's no. first time shots, whether it's taking one touch, turning and running or laying it off. I was actually more impressed yesterday with, there was one where he swiveled on the ball and he was in space and he ran. He didn't think, oh, shall I run? Shall I, like you see with Dakar even so, but he just thought, no, I'm going for it. And then he laid it off and you think, wow, that's good. That's somebody who's already reading the game and knows what he wants to do. So early days, he's not going to score a brace every week, but I've got, got, I've got a bit of a feeling he could be, he could be just, you know, we 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 pick them up, don't we? Um, and it'd be nice if he's if he is a, a you know a proper success for us because they're not easy to find. But yeah, really impressed with him, and um, hopefully he gets a run of games. Well, he will get a run of games, won't he? Because Dak has gone. Yeah, no, I think I think he's he's got a, a good football IQ. Um, if I know it's a little bit of a um, kind of wishy washy. Um, Football statement, but I, 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 I know I, I think there's something about him. But because that's the, the criticism I often kind of often throw at Dakar, isn't it? Not having that that IQ and that that kind of you know that that strikers um, streetwise know how. Yeah, he and, looks strong as well, which shouldn't be underestimated. Because yeah, exactly. I wouldn't say any of our strikers are particularly strong. Vardy's not no. weak, but he he doesn't have that that real strength. Um, other than just won't give up and um, will warm people up. But yeah, Cannon looks. Looks like he's got some strength there, which is another bonus. Yeah. No, be... there, were, there were quotes from Enzo saying he watched every game he played at Preston, which mm. is quite interesting. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, I don't know whether that was, you know, when the club talked about whether they were, wanted to sign him, he went and watched every game or whether whether he spotted him. But I, I, I think he's... It's, I, it's hard to say whether Enzo wanted him or not, but... It doesn't half seem like we've picked up some decent players this year from out of nowhere. I mean, Fatou, Mavadidi, Cannon, like, we've not paid huge amounts of money by championship standards we have, but mm. not by, you know, the money we've spent previously. But they all look like players that are young and can improve. And it's just really exciting, I think. Yeah, no, and I say I'm genuinely really intrigued now that that battle between Cannon and, and Dakar. Um, throughout the course of, of the rest of the season, um, genuinely. Right, Jack, um, other performances and, and players to pick out yesterday, Ricardo, Mavadidi, um, Justin, Doyle making his, his return. Um, where, which way do you want to take us next? Um, I think we, we haven't really talked about Mavadidi a lot, I don't think, mainly because we talk about Fatou so much because I'm slightly obsessed with him. But in a, in a weird way, he's now our top goal scorer, Mavadidi. I mean, Scored a 25-yard scuffer yesterday. Um, but I think he he's genuinely come into his own in the in the Christmas period. And he, he might be a bit... I don't know whether he is underappreciated by Leicester fans or whether we've just read the mood wrong because I think he's he sold more shirts than anyone else. So the fans clearly love him. Um, and um, he, he does look the business now. I think early in the season, that West Brom game, we talked about it, he got a little bit of stick. But he's, he's definitely... I don't know whether he's he's not cutting back as much. He's just, you know, he's just been a bit more of a threat. I mean, I love the fact that regardless of where he gets the ball on the pitch, he always does two step overs just for 
shits and gigs. Um, but yeah, he he looks he looks the part now, doesn't he? And I think I think if we if we do go up, he's definitely a player. I think that that could be a threat at that level. And it seems I, I think because he scored against Birmingham and went and sat in the crowd. I think he's I'm seeing a few more comments about him on Twitter and you know clubs in the Premier League being like, I'd love to sign him. So I, I, he's he's become probably alongside KDH as our, our talisman now, I think. Um, but yeah, he's, he's been brilliant. And I thought he was good again yesterday. Um, got another goal. So his, his output's right up there now. So, um, so yeah, very good. Yeah, I mean, I think on the on, on the wingers, I was thinking about this, that, you know, if you look at the, the guys who kind of really dominated those positions for us over, over recent years, if you've got, say, for instance, Harvey Barnes. Now, this is no criticism of Harvey because, you know, he's obviously an outstanding player. Um, you know, you, you don't score that many goals in, in the Premier League unless you are. But obviously, um, Harvey didn't really take on people, or certainly towards the end. You know, he was good when he was ahead of the the, the defender. It wasn't so good when he was one on one in terms of going past him. And then with Mark Albright, and it was completely different. That you know, as soon as he gets the ball, his first thought is get the ball into the box, as opposed to obviously to to going round fullbacks, which he's, he's obviously never really done. But in Fatu and, and particularly Mavadidi. Mavadidi loves to be one-on-one, doesn't he? And think, right, what trick am I going to do to go past him? So I think it's almost that excitement, Jack, of, you know, of, of the, for the first time in a long, long time, having wingers with the genuine ability to go past someone. I say that's not saying that they're better than Albrighton. Not or Mahrez, than, is it? Yeah, we're not saying they're better than Barnes or, or Albrighton or, or Mahrez or whatever, but it's exciting to, to watch that kind of winging. Like, so when you know Mavadidi's on the edge of the box, you're thinking he's going to do a trick and either get in a cross or, or have a go. And, and it's exciting to watch. Yeah, and and the bit I like about them as well is, I think Mavadidi could shoot more, and he's definitely started doing that. But if you remember when Demari Gray played for us, it was always like he does one yeah. thing. <laughs> I think both of them, you know, they go they go either way. Like Fatou regularly crosses off his right foot, Mavadidi regularly crosses off his left foot, and they're they're very unpredictable. And um, the other thing as well is both that both their touches are exceptional. The amount of times they get pinged a 40, 50 yard ball in tight spaces, their touch is never off. Um, apart from Fatou, who was in the first 20, 30 minutes uh, yesterday. Um, but yeah, they're just, technically, they're both very good. And I, I think I think Mavadidi is probably, he's slightly further ahead than Fatou. Um, but yeah, he, he looks he looks a serious player. And, and like you said, I, I don't remember a time watching Leicester in my lifetime where we've always had like one good winger, but we've got two good wingers now. And I think I think that makes such a difference just because your threat doesn't go down one side, like either side we've we've got a threat which which makes such a big difference. And you know, we need to be effective, we need to have good wingers in this system because it does rely on, you know, getting the ball out there and going one one v one as um as you say. Um, George, just quickly on on, on the wingers, um there was a, a cameo or a rare cameo from all Brighton yesterday, and um, I enjoyed it. And you know, he, he got plenty of the ball. Now, don't get me wrong; I know the the, the the game was very much safe by the time he's he's come on, and it's opened up a little bit. But I thought it was just a little gentle reminder of of what he can offer. You know, every time he got the ball, he, he wasn't just um, kind of aimlessly, you know, putting the ball in. He was picking people out, and yeah, just for, for me, it was like, yeah, we know, yeah, Mavadidi, Fatou, they're the guys, but maybe you know, All Brighton's got a bit more of a, a role to play. And I, I, I'd imagine he'll, he'll probably get a start of the weekend against Millwall. I certainly like him to anyway. Yeah, I'd, I'd start him. I don't know what's going on at, at Jack's house. It sounds like... Oh, can you hear that? Sorry. 
are you watching Formula One? No, I've genuinely, I don't know what Monique's doing. Like, <laughs> like she's got the blender. I thought, I thought it was something. Jordan. I'm so sorry. I didn't know you could hear that. But oh, it's I, like I a chainsaw. It was, no, she, I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> Five past nine, she's got the blender out. <laughs> House of Horrors or something. Um, yeah, I'd start. Yeah, Brian, I'd start. Yeah. I'd start him on, on uh, Saturday. He's, he's I mean, almost become a, a forgotten man, hasn't he? And it's all, you know, and I still think that, you know, with Vardy, he's 37, but I think with Albrighton, it's a, a little bit of a different story. I think I think he's got, you know, a little bit more to offer. And as I said, not to start, you know, ahead of those guys, but I just think he's got, I say, a little bit more to offer. There's a, there's a lot to be said for Sharky because, you know, when you look back over the, the last 10 years, obviously Vardy gets the plaudits and Yeah, King exactly. And Riyad, Riyad speaks for himself, but... He should well, be up Brian, there, shouldn't he? Yeah, I mean, he scored the first goal in the Champions League against Brood. He scored that w- wonderful goal against Sevilla at home, that. which is possibly my favourite ever Leicester goal. Yeah, same. Um, maybe Rick should have done that celebration on the live night as well. <laughs> also, um, don't forget, he's uh, against Red in the uh, in the yeah. home leg. He scored, didn't he, and got the assist for Ian Acho as well to put us 2-0 up and get us through. His mm. crossing really is wonderful. He's like a right-footed Steve Guppy. But... You know, the game's moved on so much that people, players like that don't really get the accolades that they probably deserve. Um, and, you know, he'd probably do a job for 20 of the sides that are in the division. And the, the sides that I'm excluding are probably the top four. And, you know, he could still do a job for us. But, I mean, starting every week, he could probably do a job for most of the sides in the league. So, um, like you say, he's a bit of a forgotten man. Um, and it's, it's just funny because like, I mean, Jack was bang on with those two wingers. They're absolute mavericks. Fatu and uh, Mavadidi, and when you when you compare them to Sharky, it just shows you how far the game's changed in in such a short space of time. But um, yeah, I'd I'd start Mark on Saturday. I'd like to see him get a few more minutes if if possible because again, you don't know how long he's going to be here, and he he's done everything for us, so he he deserves um, a good send off when the time comes for him to go. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely right. We'll do um who are you in a couple of moments, um Rick. I know. Uh, you're in charge of that, so I can I can see Jack in the corner of my eye. <laughs> I think telling the the missus to stop whatever she's doing whilst he's on moot. But um, um, Rick, anything else to to pick up before we we do that? Only thing I would say on on last night's performance, or it wasn't last night, was it yesterday afternoon's performance? Um, I do, and I don't. You know, everyone's very positive about it all, and as we should be because we're flying, but. We do struggle dealing with set pieces. Um, you know, the majority of our goals that are, we're conceding now, and this is nitpicking, but we like literally the only goals we concede are either a fluke or a long range worldie, and then very basic set pieces. Um, and it is a bit frustrating. And set pieces is something that you know, if we do go up, if and when we go up, we've got to get better at it. It was our nemesis under Rogers. Uh, and he lied about us having a set-piece coach, and then we did go and get one. He's then been got rid of, even though he wasn't, you know, didn't go with Rogers or anything. Enzo's come in, and maybe that decision was made because Enzo was coming in, but at the minute, we're not dealing with set-pieces well. We're not a small team anymore. I think we've got enough height in there. Um so I don't know what's going on there, but it is something that we need to improve on. If Enzo and his coaching stuff can't do it, go and get someone in who can. Don't be, you know, don't be too proud to go and do that because five margins back in the Premier League 
and we don't want to be shipping. Yeah, we've barely shipped any goals all season. But if a majority of those are set pieces, we are we will ship more next season. If we still ship the same, if not more, at set pieces, that could be the difference between you know where we want to go next season. So yeah, only only other thing to add really on that. It hurt me because the, we were three 0 up and cruising. They get that. They nearly get another. Then Hermansen has to make another two or three good saves. I mean, you look at the stats, they had 12 shots in the end out of nowhere. They've done nothing. Um, Now, okay, the game was home and hose. It happens. I'm not going to slag us off too much about that. But, you know, it was a little bit like, wow, where's this come from? And just, yeah, we need, that's where we perhaps, it's still a work in progress course, but yeah. Yeah. No, I said, it was comfortable. It was, but. You are right that Hermanson was actually, you know, forced into into making a couple of, you know, smart stops. Um, you know, he was he was kept on his toes, weren't he? And you know, at three one, I think they had a chance. You know, he ended up going for it for a corner, and you heard the the eight Huddersfield fans, you know, kind of get a little bit excited, like they thought they might be be, be back in the game. But but anyway, um, Ricky, have you done your your clues? Are you ready for a who are you? Yeah, I might I might flip between me freezing because I go to look at them, but yeah, I'm I'm ready. I've chosen who it is. I wanted to try and mix it up a bit um, with a few of my clues, so that's why I've been beavering away trying to come <laughs> up with something. Right. Well, um, come on then. Let's let, let's play the music. Who is your daddy? And what does he do? Who are you? You. No, not me, you. Yes, I am you. Just answer the damn questions. Who are you? Wait a minute. Who are you? Right, so all previous scores. White starting afresh, 2024. It's an opportunity for me or Jack to... Oh, sorry, Jordan is here. Um, to try and, and get off the mark. Um I mean, I, I don't know what the score is anymore. I mean, we, we could say, starting from now, couldn't we, to make it more interesting? I'll be no. back. I'm happy to. No. Just say you won't. Office, come on. <laughs> are, are you are you going to be better, though, Jordan? No, probably not. No. Yeah, I'm lacking, lacking match practice as well. I was going to say, you haven't spent the last four weeks researching. <laughs> <laughs> that not yeah, what you're doing. Really yeah, exactly. He's going to come back and win every game. <laughs> and then we'll know your secret. Um, Colin then, Rick, some, some rogue clues for the first Hawaii of, of okay. 2024. Let's let's hear them. Right, so first clue. Now, this could be very easy if you are a stato, but if not, it, it could not be. So people keep going on about New Year's Day and when the last time teams have worn or blah, blah, blah. And actually, researching this, we haven't played that much on New Year's Day in the last 20, 30 years. Usually it's, you know, second, third, whatever. But first clue, who scored the goal <laughs> on New Year's Day in 1996? We drew 1-1 no. with Millwall. Not a clue. Not Lee Philpott. No. Neil Lewis. No. I haven't even got a guess. Okay. Second clue then. He joined Leicester in the summer of 1995. And he went on to play for two other British clubs, English clubs. Steve Corica. Correct. Yes! Come on! fuck's sake. Well, I made that second clue a bit too easy. I should have... Um, 
Yeah. Well done. <laughs> that shit. I've spent all that time researching. Yeah, you it. did. It's the one bad <laughs> thing about this game. I think we are at the stage where because we can't make the clues any harder, that we, we're going to have to. Got make them easier. Well, maybe, but I think we we now need a like a, a buffer. You don't we like when you game. Don't like on a on a on a on the undercard of a big mm. and then all the all the fights on the undercard get all knocked out in the first round. And they need to bring out a couple of you know random blokes just to kill some time before the, the headline actually they weren't thinking it was going to be on until 10 p.m that's that's what we need we need a we need a, some backup ones. That no, no, let's no. put it out there then to Rick, our listeners an entire 20 minutes trying to find yeah, yeah. And, and, well and, I, I spent most of that time look looking back through the seasons when we played on new year's day and literally we've played like three times in 20 years I swear we've twice on New Year's Day, haven't we? Yeah, but I weren't going to use that, was I? So I've, I've, I've then been going back since then. And it's like we played, I think we played under Spen maybe on New Year's Day. But other than that, we, it was like every five years, the last 20 years. Good. I think it's quite good to play on New Year's Day, just as an aside, because first few days of, like, of the year are always crap. Mm. So it's nice to actually have some football to look forward to. Yeah, I quite like a New Year's Eve game. Yeah. Or oh, we West Ham, we beat him one 0 didn't we? Slimani, I remember oh, that. Man. About the last one. Was that New Year's Eve, that. was it? Yeah, New Year's Eve. Absolute arrow across from Sharky. Yeah, from Sharky, weren't it? Yeah. Mm. So yeah, <laughs> who are you done? You, you haven't got any backups, have you, Rick? You've got another clue, have you? Um, for 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 your 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 stand up set, you've got another ten minutes to kill. What shall I do? Another one then? Yeah, off the top of your head. Shall I? Okay. Um, <laughs> let me think. Let him do one off the top of his head. Get the clues wrong, and then yeah. LCFC tweet him. Uh, but Jordan gets it right, but then it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. I actually, can't think of one. Um, why don't we ask our listeners to give us some suggestions on new games? The okay. wildest one that that we like, we could give it a trial run you, and see. You like name the eleven of like certain yeah. games, couldn't you? Yeah. Name it, yeah. That... Ten players, but like you have to name the final player or something. Yeah, I was going to say, not the full 11, just to, yeah. you know, a couple of rogue ones, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I'm That's gonna, a good. Yeah. I'm going to already be terrible at that because I remember there was a quiz question. You don't. You didn't know who played yesterday. Should we, should we troll it now? Let me pick one now randomly. You've got to yeah, do go it, on, yeah? Why right. not? Hang on then. Schmeichel, Simpson, who <laughs> Morgan, Fuchs. Yeah, there was it was a pub quiz question. What was the England starting eleven against Croatia in the World Cup semi final? Mm. And I couldn't remember it. I was at the game, still couldn't fucking remember it. That's because you're in the concourse, mate. You would have you would have remembered what you, what pint you had at yeah. half time. What, what was it? Where like how you got to the game and where <laughs> yeah. you stayed? Just there picking up your caps, mate, so you can tell yeah, what, what number cap it was. Yeah. <laughs> no caps in tournaments. Oh, is it not? not? No. That's your reward for sitting through that shit at Wembley for two years to get there. Yeah. <laughs> right, Rick, have you got something? I like this because when he, he disappears, he, he, he also... just has a little grinning face. And so it's, it's the various paused faces of, of Rick, and he's just sat there a little bit smug, but static. Um, while he searches for a, for a team. <laughs> right then. Here he is. Come on then. Right. We're going back to 2018 19. How many players have oh. we got to, to pick? You, you got to name all 11. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, can you not, come on. Can you not give us a couple? I'll get, okay, I'll give you three. You've got to get the other eight. 
All right. Okay. We beat them 2 0 away from home. I think Vardy got a peno and Maguire scored. And he's frozen. Yeah, he's frozen again. So, I mean, are you not supposed to give us the. Peno and Maguire scored. Now, what game is this? Oh, so, so did you not get given the game? Is, is that not. Well, no, I think he does. At... I think he's just frozen. Is that not a way at Southampton, Rick? No, that's not Southampton, is it? Because Maguire no. scored in. Man United. Yeah, no, that against Southampton when we won 2 1, that was Gray and Maguire in the last yeah. minute. I'm just trying to think of games Maguire scored. He scored against United as well, didn't he? Yeah. yeah he so, yeah. It was Claude Powell. We beat him 2 0 away. So you've got Maguire and Vardy, and the other one, Schmeichel, was in goal. Name New- the rest. Newcastle, isn't it? Is it Newcastle? Yeah, Newcastle. Oh, okay. Well, you didn't say the game because you were frozen. I did, so. I've said Newcastle. Do I, do I get a point for guessing the game? Given that I've said Newcastle about five times. Yeah, but you're, you're frozen, mate. So. What, but you, so you can't hear me when I'm frozen? No. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I thought because in the past, when I, if, if I'm not on the mic, if I'm, you can still hear me when I go off. Ricardo Pereira. Yeah. Um, Morgan. Yeah. Chillwell. Yeah. Drink water. They left by then. No. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Barnes. No, he will have been at, uh, he would have still been at um, West Brom. Mares, no, he'd gone. Bibora. No, but good shout, he came on. Adrian Silver. No. Oh, fucking hell. Who would we play in the midfield then? Matty James. No. Amati. Yeah, he played it right back. What Amati? Yeah. Yeah. Telemans? No, unjoined as yet. Kingy? Um, no. Who, who are we playing in midfield then? Crikey. Don't know how well this is going. Could be a <laughs> could be an hard list than this. Yeah. Yeah, I thought uh, we just need a, a couple of Giselle? No. A couple of names. Um, you're still not... missing a left winger. You're still missing the two central midfielders. You're still missing the two right strikers. Wing. Right wing. Okazaki. No, no. Dean oh. Ammons. <laughs> no. How have we not got the two central midfielders? Oh, Chowdhury. Come to Chowdhury. No. This is embarrassing, this from us. <laughs> this is weird. How can you get Steve Corica but not know who played in midfield in 2019 against Newcastle? You're still missing... Eh? <laughs> Great. You're st- yeah, you're missing two central midfielders and you're missing the left winger and the ready. 10. Madison. Yeah, even though he didn't play at 10 in this game. He's so he was on the left, left wing. Left wing. He was on the left. So we still need the 10. So playing as the 10? <laughs> Um, oh, Schlup. It got fucking hell, Jordan. <laughs> Who's the midfielder? Is that so? We've Bora Silva. Mendy. Come on, think Mendy. about a club player. Yes, yes, yes. Who else? The dream Hello. team, the duo. We Indeed. said Chowdhury. Indeed, okay. Indeed, yeah. So now oh. you're missing the ten. All Brighton. No. Albrighton did play in the 10 for him at one point against Man. He did, didn't he? Yeah. Bartosz No, he... <laughs> no but that's a shout. I knew it wasn't. But just I mean, you could arguably say he's playing up front, but the, this formation. Cow, yeah. Yeah, done. Yeah. Right. There you go. 
No, I think that there is legs in this game, despite how bad that was. But what I would suggest is that um, we just have to find a f- maybe a few players and you have to give clues on them. And, and the players are the del- deliberately rogue ones. Yeah, OK, good one. Yeah. Then eight out of the 11 or something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll trial it like, until and we also, land on something that's good. One guess per round or whatever, because that was just a bit of scattergun, wasn't it? Yeah. Carnage. Um, don't, okay. don't do a spreadsheet on that one, Steve, please. Potter's going to be all over the place no, with this. He no, didn't get a nervous breakdown, I, bless it. I don't think we need Steve to do a spreadsheet. <laughs> no, but equally, I, I know we have one. We, 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 yeah, he did. <laughs> George still didn't get one. You're, I, I'm, <laughs> what are you like at ball? What are you like at ball games and stuff? And like just like general. <laughs> well, one of one of my New Year's resolution, mate, is to get good at chess. Okay. Yeah. Why not risk? Oh, I, I, I do enjoy Risk. Yeah. But we we, yeah. we play Risk most Christmases, and I think last Christmas it got postponed overnight, and we had to resume it the next day. That's a proper game of Risk. That is. It's a, it's a proper board game. It's better than Monopoly. Yeah, that is. Yeah. <laughs> right, and I know we have put it out there before, um, but any suggestions for games? Um, by all means, do get in touch. We are. I'm. I'm worried. Talking of maybe, you know, we've. we've Kel has kind of come to the end. I mean, maybe Huaya has as well. Who knows? Who, who knows? <laughs> new year, new game. When yeah. Kel goes, who are you going? Exactly. <laughs> they, they come hand in hand. Um, right. Let's talk about Millwall um, and any other bits and pieces. Um, we've already topped the the hour mark for for today's episode. Flown through as as usual. Um, Jordan. Um, I obviously saw you before the the game at the weekend, and you kindly informed me I had a ticket for um, Millwall, which I'd completely forgotten about. So looking forward to um, the, the the game at the weekend. It is actually the first time, despite the fact that actually I've I've lived very or relatively close to to Millwall for for a good few years now. I've I've, I've I'll, I'll hold my hands up. I've always avoided going, um, like Ben Chilwell taking the throw in, um, because I just didn't quite fancy it. But um, I am actually now going for for the first time to to Millwall. Um, but looking forward to it, and and I know I kind of probably say similar things for all cup games these days, you know, particularly when when we are winning. But an opportunity to to, to rotate and, and to see some new faces. Um, I'm not quite sure of the situation with the likes of you know the, the guys going to the Asia Cup and, and Afcon. You know how many, if any, are, are going to be available. So. Um, I'll kind of refrain from from mentioning those guys, but um, yeah, it, it would be good to see again so some new players come in and um, and yeah, and it will be interesting to see how seriously we, we we take this cup. But it is always a little bit difficult, isn't it? Because the reality is, is that we're not going to win it, and it's almost like, as I said, you know, I don't want to disrespect the cup because I do genuinely love it. But you know, when we got Liverpool in the in the Carabao Cup, it felt a little bit like, oh, you know. Fuck it, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to be disrespectful towards the cup, but 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 yeah, I kind of do question, you know, what what Enzo's thoughts are, honestly and truly, about it this year. Yeah, it's a bit of a sad indictment of the cup, really, isn't it? Because the third, I round... think, for championship clubs, you know, I think the reality is it is, isn't it? It's difficult. Well, that, that's the thing, though. The cup was, I mean, championship not lower league as such, but that's what it was for, wasn't it? it was to have your day in the sun and it in the lower leagues and try and beat a, a team above you in the pyramid. And then you get a team that you're playing in the league. I mean, Millwall are just mid-table, not really threatening playoffs and won't go down. So they'll probably be up for it. But at the same time, they'll obviously they'll know we'll make changes. But when they got the draw, they'll probably like, oh, for fuck's sake, they're winning every game. It's just, 
until like the round round five, it doesn't really get going again, does it? I mean, you've got to rotate, you've got to try and win because winning breeds winning and all that, and you don't want your momentum to to stall. Cliche, it's a really difficult place to go. <laughs> I think we did we play in there last year in the League Cup. Is that last um, year? Or the year before? Uh, that's two years ago, I think. Yeah. Two seasons ago, but we probably only a year and a half ago. Weirdly, because of that, we always seem to get them in in the cup these days. Um, I remember that the, the, the Chilwell throwing one um, <laughs> yeah. because uh, well, it's probably that I missed the, the tr- last train <laughs> uh, to the game, and all the lads had got there, and I I was walking through fucking Millwall on my own. I didn't have any colours on, but I got it's in. Not like that. you, yeah. I got that. I'd be stony on, mate. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> got in the ground at about half past. Um, and we were champions at the time. So I was fuming because I found it hugely embarrassing losing to a League One team. But we did have Atletico Madrid like two days later. So that softened the blow a little bit. Um, but yeah, I expect us to, to change the team and win. Um, I couldn't tell you who's playing because, I mean, half the squad, you, know, you might have a few kids in there who's no doubt proud will still be injured. Um, obviously, Will's injured. Um, we'd probably play Hamza instead of Ricky. Mm. Doyle will probably start, Cannon will probably start again. Um, rest Winks, yeah, it's mm. just pretty dull, but dull, pretty boring, isn't it? It's pretty dull, like third round of the cup. So, like, oh, great, <laughs> but, but we'll be there break. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rick, not only do you think we'll, we'll win at the weekend, do you think we can go on and win the whole thing? Well, there's no reason why we can't, um, or at least get to the last four. <laughs> well, Burnley did Burnley get to the semis last year, or got done in the quarterfinals against Man City? So there's no reason why we couldn't get to the latter stages. Again, it all depends on the draw, but we can, and we're so far ahead that I want us to rotate at the weekend purely because of Afcon, and I am sort of precarious around KDH Winks whilst ended his out. Uh, a few of our other important players. But if you get through Saturday and then the fourth round is due to be when we play Swansea at home, but depending on who we get, if we got through, yeah, again, I'd want to rotate. But if if we did get to sort of fifth, sixth round and everyone's back from AFCON, and why can't we go for it? And again, the games probably aren't, yeah, the, the games will be piling up, but we've navigated already a number of games and he rotates where he needs to or he just keeps going. Um, so um, I would be happy for us to go for it, but I think he will heavily rotate. He, as you say, rotated against Liverpool away. Um, he, you know, he, he made about eight changes for that from our starting 11. I expect, I would hope Winks gets a rest because he's pretty much played every game he's been available, both in the cup and the league. Mm. Um, so yeah, Hamza comes in probably for him or, or push Ricky there and Hamza goes somewhere else but you got to see a couple of academy players I would have thought play one year I'd probably give a game now he's on his contract give Mavadidi a rest didn't like the way that Millwall treated Fatawu the other week um, tried to side him down a few times I'd probably give him a breather as well probably give either Albrighton and um, uh, a swan song or uh, Eunice perhaps put him out there I know he's he's not blessed with pace but that's supposedly his best position 
Um, and I'd perhaps like to see Ben Nelson, but I think we'll probably stick with a similar defence, but perhaps Doyle will come in, which you'll be good to see. Although I did see when Doyle larrups that ball yesterday for that shot, <laughs> he was wincing afterwards. So I hope he's not tweaked his knee again. Yeah, no, um, I, I, I winced as well, mm. thinking it's a bit bit brave after the knee injury <laughs> to, to be going into that one. But no, I, I like a, you know, a Doyle, Suter, Cody, Hamza, Kind of back four that worked for me. That's the suitor won't be there, he's gone, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, gonna, but mate, what about Ben Nelson in there? Stick net, what about that's a back, back I mean, four? That's a, that's a, that's a baptism, isn't it? Away at Millwall, Doyle, Doyle, Nelson, Cody, Hamza. I like it. Mm. Uh, Jack, was... uh, oh, yeah, then if Hamza, uh, <laughs> oh, okay, put Hamza, <laughs> put Hamza central, then, um. um Ricky, Ricard, 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 yeah, because he had a rest, didn't he? Well, he had a rest against um, Cardiff, didn't he? He was very brilliant against Huddersfield. He's been, I mean, he could have had a hat trick, couldn't he, Ricky? He both, you know, that header was easier than the one he scored, and then that that pullback was on a plate for him to to bury. But yeah, he's been him and Justin. I think of both. They're showing they're a class above, and it's actually scandalous that we still own both of them. Um, yeah, no, I, at this I, level. Uh, Jack, are you as similarly filled with with cup fever as, as as me and Jordan? But in all seriousness, uh, I, I would I actually genuinely, if, I, if, I, if I'm not finding a kind of a positive within there, but if 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 we are to beat Millwall, I would actually really love us to get a home tie against a Premier League team just to kind of see where we're at. Home to Forest in the fourth round. Uh, yeah, a, a home game against a Premier League team. Do you know what? I'd actually really like that. So to, yeah. to get a real indicator of maybe where we're at right now. Well, the bit that annoys me is every cup game we've had has been away. It feels like we've played away for most of the season because of that as well. But um, I don't want to do down the competition, which gave us so much joy the 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 other um, the other year. But it, it does feel a bit like one of those because we're playing a side that we played a few weeks ago. It, it's it's not it's not a great draw for either of us, but I mean it's another game that we want to win, I'm sure. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's I'm probably personally more thinking about you know getting players fit for Coventry and Ipswich because I think they're two big games after that. So um, so yeah, I uh, probably not the best thing for a football related pod, but I'm a bit like it's all right. Yeah, but I think the the you know for people thinking oh you know being negative about it, I mean we are still going. Do you know what I mean? So it's 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 not like we're thinking oh that's what a load of time waste. Of time leave early. What do you yeah. leave early? Just so you can show you disdain well, for the competition. Didn't leave early yesterday, and I I wondered why that was, but I, I don't know. It's mm. um. Do, do they do they not keep you in Millwall like they do like a European yeah. away game? Exactly. So you can't yeah, they do. Early. So they're gonna, they're gonna pen us in. I've got a good Millwall really away story, away. actually. Oh god. Yeah, so I actually went on a first date with my wife, Elizabeth, to Millwall away. Fuck so of course you did. Yeah, I know. So cops on <laughs> this, right? So she'd never ever been a football game before. We're both from Leicestershire, but she'd moved to London. But we briefly worked together. Um, so anyway, we. How did, how did you meet your wife, Rick? 
so we were both were I we both had part time jobs at the Sketchley Grange Hotel in Burbage. Um, <laughs> that was a job on the side of my main job at the time, uh, and she was working there. And then yeah, we only worked once together, I think, or twice. Uh, then she moved to London, and then yeah, we I, I, we met again a couple of times when she come back to to Leicestershire, and then I was I got invited down. I was like, right, what should we do for um, when I'm coming down? And I was like, oh, we're playing Millwall. And she was like, yes, I've never been to football. Let's go. And I was like, oh shit, no, we can't. Be. I'd never <laughs> been. I'd never been Millwall away uh, uh, at that point. So I was like, why don't we go to the science museum or something? No, we're going Millwall away. So I had to get tickets. <laughs> so we went. It was uh, in under Pearson in League One. Steve Howard scored one nil, and um, yeah, she obviously didn't know the etiquette of football or any of that. Got in the ground. Horrible getting through Bermondsey, bit like George. We got there and uh, got off at the wrong stop, and we ended up like walking a bit. It was horrible getting a taxi. Got to the ground, and um, oh, I was desperate for a piss, so I said, "Oh, go and get us a beer, and then we'll we'll bollock that, and then we'll go up to the game." Cause it was like I don't know, quarter three. Come out. She's bought us four pints each. She thinks it's the rugby, don't she? That you can take them up and <laughs> sit there and quaff them whilst you you sat there. So I was like, what on earth are you doing? She was like, it's all right. Well, I'll this. That, that's all right. And it gets through to half time. I said, no, we can't take them up. So she, she was like, what do you mean? I was like, we have, we've got a bollock all of these now. And she was like, oh, okay, fair enough. So she's opened up the gullet and literally down two of them. And he married her. And I'm there in awe, just thinking, <laughs> yeah. I'm there like spluttering. I've done like half a point, give myself a hernia. And she's bollocked two, put them away. And I'm like, wow, should have known that. 13, 14 years later that um, we'd be married with two children. But, yeah, um, so – and then you're right, they do pen you in because I knew that. I'd heard about it. So 85 minutes, I thought we'd sneak out. Mm. As we were going down there, we there was a bit of a flurry of activity, fright at the bar, I think. And we were like, oh. So we finally got down there, and it was just as I was shutting the gates. And then we wait there for an hour. And, again, desperate for a Jimmy Riddle, but um, – yeah, they're not nice, the Millwall, like, are they either? They don't like it when you no. beat them. So, <laughs> no. yeah, maybe uh, changing 11 players and bowing out might be the best thing for us. <laughs> yeah, no, maybe. I love that, by the way. And I knew <laughs> I knew for a fact that she'd be able to net them pints better than you. Better than you, I hear. Oh, 100%. I'm you're, a very, you're, very, you're very good at getting pissed. Like, you know, oh, you, on you, the you pace. Yeah, on I, the I, Julian Joachim of drinkers, mm, like the pace from mm, off the cuff. As soon as I get turn, in there, it's actually the turn of pace. It's just the yeah. slight acceleration you can do yeah. over five be, yards. It's remarkable. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be no good in a test match. Put it that way. No, no right. I'm, I'm all for the big bash. Twenty twenty five. Excuse then. the pun, Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. Yeah. Enjoyed that. Very good. Um, I think we're at any other business stage. Um, anything people want to add? Have we got any other stories about meeting our wives at, at Millwall? Um, or similar? I mean, you know, <laughs> must have a portfolio of any other business. Come it's on, it's usually involving him using formerly an ex of a, a forest fan or a, or a Coventry fan, isn't it? Yeah, well, I've got I've got, I've, got, I've got none of them. I've got a story about a football match that I shouldn't have been at that I'm probably best not telling on the podcast. That, that might be one for a few beers, Rick. I'll, I'll tell you that. Looking forward to it. <laughs> no, no other business really, other than we haven't mentioned Yunus and Cass. And I thought they did both did all right yesterday. And again, 
I feel like Cassidy's become a bit of a scapegoat. Um, yeah. And Yunus, again, he's been injured in and out of the team. And it's been, Who? It's been Yunus. Yeah. Is that how, is that the is that correct, is it like Gal- Galatasaray? Yunus? What do you he call loves it? That. He loves that so much. What, yeah, what do you call I don't him? know, I've never heard him pronounce it. Yunus? Galata um, Sarai. <laughs> when I when I went to Istanbul, actually, we were in Galata, and I was quite happy. I thought, yeah, it's definitely true. Um, yeah, I thought they did all right. Um, and I'm sure at some point they'll have a part to play. Uh, I really want to see Yunus get a goal. Um, Kass has obviously got a couple, but yeah, I feel like they've just become a bit bit of a scapegoat. Uh, you know, it, it went Ipswich when they came on. I think Castell made a good block as well. I think but... he did okay when he came on against Ipswich. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I think they've both done okay. And I, I do feel like in general, uh, you, know, you know, I'm not a big fan of Kel, but the, the way that football is these days with Twitter and that and people who play FIFA and FM and whatever, it, it, it's just, it's like if you give the ball away, you shit. Do you know what I mean? It's Everything's so mm-hmm. clinical all the time. And um, I, I feel like they've been a bit harshly treated and the same with Dakar. Um, yeah, I mean, on on Caste is an interesting one, George. So I, I do agree he has become a scapegoat to the point that I'm going to say every time. But you know, say for instance, if he does, you know, make the wrong decision with the ball, or if he does give it away, there is a murmur in in the ground, mm. you know, which obviously isn't the same reaction when when somebody else gives the ball away. So you know, everyone is is clearly um, of the same kind of opinion. I'm not saying necessarily everyone, but you know what I mean. You know, the 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 ground swell and. <sighs> It is difficult because, the, it, particularly in the first half yesterday, it regularly did break down with him in terms of his mm. decision-making with the ball. Um, he kept giving away foul after foul. And it just felt that, you know, for, for someone that, that has to be that that link between the two. And, you know, if you, I often talk about, you know, what, uh, you know, a, a midfielder may play in the, the same position as another midfielder, but their, their strengths may be completely different. Say, for instance, you you know, you're, your Dewsbury Halls um, and, and Cassidy, they're, they're two very different midfielders, even though they're playing in the same position. You know, and, and for me, Cassidy is, is the link man. He's the technical footballer, you know, and passing should be his, his strength. But it's 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 the one thing that, or not one thing, but it's one of the things that isn't it's just not up to scratch at the moment. And, you know, the reality is, is that he's a 19-year-old kid and he's, he's coming in and out of a team, which is obviously playing very, very well at the moment. And it, he's struggling to find rhythm and... Um, and just get up to speed with everything and, you know, playing senior football, you know, it's a big step up for him. And he's clearly a very talented lad, but, you know, as I've, I've said previously, I just don't think it's going to happen for him. And, um, you know, I do think there were signs in, in a couple of the games to think, okay, maybe he is finding his form. And I was, I was really pleased he got that start. And look, you know, again, he, he did okay. He's, he's by no means a liability, but, you know, he, he is an obvious drop down on, on those other players in their midfield positions at the moment. Yeah, no, I don't disagree. Like you say, you know, he's only a kid. I don't know how good his English is. Don't know where he's living. You know, he's he's on on loan from Chelsea. Probably not. Probably, <laughs> yeah, probably waiting for that. <laughs> you know, he's he's coming into a team that have set the the league alight. It's just it's not easy. No, um, it's not. It's really not. I, I have a theory on Cassidy. I think Go he's going to be like Kane when he was on loan. For, <laughs> yeah. for us. It won't quite work. Going to win the Ballon d'Or he, next year. It, it, I think I think he'll be a really good player. I, for some reason, it's not it's not quite working here. And he's got all the attributes, hasn't he? Like lack of pace is a concern every for me. Every time I see him walk on the pitch, I'm like, 
he's he looks I like, like the look of him. He's a big yeah. lad, isn't he? Yeah. And you know, mm. he does cover ground reasonably well, but there's just something about his play that that's not quite working. But honestly, I, I reckon he'll he'll go to Chelsea and he'll score against us every year when we're back in the Premier League. <laughs> yeah. So so boo him at your peril because Kane doesn't like us because we weren't very nice to him on loan. So same with Lingard. He's done similar to us over the years exactly. as well. Isn't he? I think he's going to be one of those players. I'm not sure it'll work out here for him. But, um, he's going to yeah. get a run now, though, isn't he? Again, he'll be the one I would have thought that will play with KDH because I'd never foresee a midfield of Dewsbury Hall and Eunice. I think they're too small as a as a pairing. Um, but, but Rick, but Rick I, I think that what we'll see is, is um, somebody coming in. In January, what signing? Well, I'd like yeah. that, but and, and, um, and in that position because I think Enzo agrees that that Cassidy isn't the answer. Well, he's he plays maybe. him a lot, though. He plays him a lot, Jake, he, for someone that he thinks is not the answer. He always brings him on. He's like his first sub most of the time. So mm. yeah, it's just a lack of he, options in them areas, isn't there? Well, yeah, yeah, maybe. it'll be interesting. I mean, cough away and then Ipswich at home are not easy games for him to play. Um, they're obviously after. The, the cup game, but he's got to find form from somewhere. You know, Cannon's come in, took a chance. Daka came in, took a chance. Cannon's only a year or two older than him. Um, it's hard, but you've got to take your chance. You don't get loads of them. He's had enough. He's not that he's scratching about like he has had a few. Um, he he was better second half than he yeah, was he first was. half, which is the same with Eunice. But again, when the game opens up, they they find that easier. It's when low block and the way he was, he, he didn't look confident on the ball, I thought. He didn't want it as much. He wouldn't go forward with it. He was always looking to take the easy option, which surprises me for, for a player that all the highlight reels and what he did in the under-20 World Cup, he looked good at carrying the ball forward. So something, as, as Jack says, he's, he's probably got the ability and it will see it sadly elsewhere and probably um, will be the victims of it. But hopefully he gets... He, well, hopefully he takes his chance because he's going to get more. Yeah, yeah. As I said, I do, I do genuinely believe there is a player there, and you know, I hope it happens with us. But you know, I, I do, I do have reservations. Um, any other business from from uh, Jack or Rick? Yeah, I've got two. Uh, one, so Footy Fits, who we've done some stuff with previously, are doing something with Lamp, which is obviously a charity we've worked with very closely. So if you buy something uh, from them, they donate 10% towards their work, which is really good. And there's some good stuff there. Uh, and the other one is, Jordan, we've not heard how you're getting on on your, uh, on your Manscaped journey. All I'll say, mate, is, is I'm smooth as the day I was born. It's very good, <laughs> isn't it? Very good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I shouldn't probably admit this on a public forum, but I'm, uh, I'm going to shave my legs again tomorrow. Um, which Are you going to use the right? book? Are you going to use the ball sack deodorant on that? It <laughs> comes with it. Very <laughs> nice. Uh. I use that. I, I, I didn't realise your ball sack needed deodorant. But, um, yeah, I've, I've shaved my legs for the last couple of years to do with like football and running and cycling and stuff. But it, it's not for any aerodynamic benefit. It's just I've got dodgy ankles and knees, so I have to just wrap tape all around my legs all the time. Uh, it's just a bit easier on the, you know, when you're ripping that tape off on your hair. Yeah, you don't want that, mate. You know, like... <laughs> mm. Yeah, no. Um, um, I say I, I, I was away over the Christmas period, and I, I also came home to my kit from Manscaped, and um, yeah, we, they, 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 they really looked after us, and it's, they it's, look, it's look after us, yeah. Really good, top, 
top stuff. And uh, and and you can look after yourself too using the code BSLB twenty <laughs> to get twenty percent off. There we so, are. There Come on, do it. Seamlessly oh, done. We, we need to we need to sell eight. Come oh, on, please Come buy on. them. Yeah. All right. Well, please yeah. buy one. Use the code. <laughs> eight people. Yes. Think of buy us them. whilst you're doing it, and, and let yeah. us know how you get on. But don't send pictures. Yeah. And if you do buy one, then you are within a chance of winning a big, strong Leicester Boys Manscaped 2025 calendar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll do <laughs> for, you, for your missus. Yeah, I was say, I'd love to know what audience that would be. But... <laughs> Very niche market, that'll be. She'll be absolutely yeah. thrilled with that, right? She really will. I think oh, the worrying thing is Rick's probably already got the photos ready to go for it. I've done a few trial runs, John. <laughs> <laughs> right, Rick, have you got anything to add, mate, before we, we wrap up? I've not, no. But no. just really, really enjoyed tonight. Glad that the four of us are back. We are the bollocks. And <laughs> hope everyone has a good year. Lovely stuff. All right, well, thank you very much indeed. Um, and as Rick said, you know, the first one of the year is great to be back, all four of us together. Uh, enjoyed the pod. Millwall up next. Uh, we'll see how much we enjoy that one. But once again, thank you for listening. And we'll be back next week. Network.